At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello, I'm William Osmond. Welcome to the this episode of the Safety Third Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about probably, I don't know, we're going to talk about things. Um, and uh, we have today, it's me, William Osmond. Alan Pan in the same room with me. Is that funny that uh, the past, what, three podcasts, there's been someone in the same room as me? Is I don't know. It's just coincidence. <laughs> I, I guess it's a little funny. I don't know. Because Alan and I signed up for, uh, well, I didn't sign up. My friends signed me up, and then I was like, <laughs> Alan, do you want to do it? Uh, soccer. Adult We're soccer. We're going to play league. soccer, and it's going to be real bad. <laughs> just like the what, entire When's the last time you guys played any sports? There's also Nal Red and oh, yeah. Kevin, the backdoor <laughs> scientist. Okay. So... The last time we played any sports? That is a great question. Um, When's the last time my you memory did any is not that good. Recently, actually, but not like coordinated yeah. team exercise. Oh. Until like a week ago, mine was like probably like a year. <laughs> Jesus, not I uh, I believe not good. it. <laughs> I believe that. I believe you. <laughs> Do you not even like ju- just like go for a walk? This or? is one of those things where it's like something you shouldn't brag about. But like, I haven't read a book in like ten years, <laughs> and I feel good. I feel okay saying that because what? Nigel just admitted to having what? never exercised. No, no. What? Oh, I meant. Yeah, well, I, I can't. I can't exercise. read. I move. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I, I forgot. Up I forgot how to read. Stuff, if that will, counts. Will, uh, I will donate seven hundred fifty thousand dollars to a charity <laughs> of your choice if you can read one page out of a Harry Potter book of your choosing. There's, there's more N words in that <laughs> than you let out. That's one of the funniest clips I think I've ever seen in my life. Do you know what he's talking about? I have no the idea. 50, the 50 Cent Floyd Mayweather call out where 50 Cent is like, he's like, Mayweather can't read. And then he says he'll donate like a quarter million dollars to mm-hmm. charity if he can read a single, record himself reading a single page from a Harry Potter book. <laughs> and then I, later, I think I he, vaguely he, remember that. He updates the that challenge later so that it's like, like a single Dr. Seuss book. And, and there was never any response. It's... It's like it's so it's like it's so raw because he's like accusing him of something that's like really like really embarrassing. Can't even read. (laughs) If you have how many okay, how many millions of dollars would you trade your ability to read for though? I don't think I would like I think it'd be pretty low. I would trade I would do it for like five million. Deal with the devil. I would sell my ability to read for five million dollars. So okay, where's the downside? No, okay, let me let me tell you let me tell you how the problem with what you've just said is like such a a thing that exists already. Oh it's like God, the younger it? you are, the more likely you are to take that deal. So like a kid would be like, yeah, I don't need to read. Like you have to force kids to be in school for their own good because like no kid true. wants to grow up and be the kid that the person that can't read, but they also don't want to learn to read. You have to force them to read stuff. So like I feel like the older you get, the more likely you'll be like willing to just not have five million dollars and know how to read and when you're a kid you don't care i uh, liked reading right, when million. i was a kid like i enjoyed it okay what does reading mean like you can't you can't go to the grocery store and figure out which can of beans I, you learn? i think it's if 50 cent challenges you to read a page out of harry potter you are not able to do it <laughs> so like you might probably still be able to like you know look at uh like road signs you probably recognize like a stop sign <laughs> Kevin, ten million dollars. But, to but not just the shame just, of getting called out by Fifty Cent is like that's yeah. the downside. Uh, Kevin, ten million. Would you sell your ability to read? No. I don't think so. I think there's like that's <laughs> one of those monkey paw ones. Like you trade the ability to read, and then all of a sudden, like you, I don't know. You get like you get all your, your money, pants. and you can no longer recognize the denomination on the bills. Just, just, just <laughs> yeah, imagine like exactly. like you you want to go somewhere you want to travel somewhere like you like how do you even travel somewhere i I think you don't realize how important reading is if you actually think about the things that you can't do if you don't have it you can't go on even social media at all you don't like if you're that's not a downside that's not no i'm saying like you can't really there's a lot of God, things you can't Alan's voice is do so loud. in general. I, by, by going on social media, I meant that as like, you know, a mundane task or a mundane like little activity. And you can't even do that. Will, you know uh, when you like went to, Will to said Japan? Will you can't travel. 
Yeah. When we, yeah. Oh, dude. Being in Japan, it's like you can't read, but is, you can still like know what you're. Yes. You can still do stuff. But it. Yeah, but there's rough. also English in Japan. Ah, uh, there is, but there kind of isn't. Like you, and and also like, you can seven, hold your phone up and it translates the picture. Seven <laughs> Eleven was like the the oasis in a desert where it's like you see the seven and like the the orange, the red, and the green. Is that the colors of it? And in in Japan, it's like you see that you see those colors and you know that you're going to like be able to accomplish. I'm home. Yeah, you're like <laughs> you can buy a snack. You know the food's gonna be good. The you, food you... is so much better though in oh, Japanese Seven Elevens. So much better. They have like it's like a legitimately good place to get food. Do you want to hear, like, the, the problem, like, when we first showed up to Japan? Um, so we, we fly in. You know, it's a, it's a long flight, long-ass flight. And there was really bad turbulence when we were trying to land. So they had to keep circling for, like, another 30 minutes for weather delay. But, like, Chelsea almost threw up in the plane. Like, it was really bad. Ooh, that's bad. Um, and then we, we get down. We, like, Uber to this hotel. The hotel, everyone speaks English. So like, that was fine. And then we're, we're like, okay, we're in Japan, and we're like, we're hungry, like, let's go eat something. So we go outside the hotel, like, walk, you know, like, <laughs> a couple hundred feet, and there's this, like, you know, what's the noodle place? Like, yakisoba, yakisoba, or whatever. And we're like, all right, cool, noodle place. Like, this looks like there's some, like, spinoff of that here in the States. And no English. Nothing is English. Yeah, did you have to order from a vending machine? Oh, no, we did some of that. We, that's actually what we ended up doing. But what I'm getting at is that I try. I was, like, trying to, like, th- look through this menu, and you can only use pictures. Yeah. And I'm like, Chelsea, Chelsea doesn't eat, like, beef or pork. Mm. She'll eat, you know, chicken and fish and stuff, but no, like, red meat. And I could not. I'm like, I don't see chicken on the menu. I'm like, where's the chicken? Where's the chicken? So then I, like, finally, after a couple minutes, I'm like, you know, this is the first time I've ever been in Japan. First time I've ever been in a country that, like, really doesn't speak English. <laughs> And I'm like looking at one of the waiters. I'm like, uh, chicken? <laughs> I just said chicken. <laughs> chicken? Because I'm not like I'm not gonna say, do you have chicken? Well, I'm like, gonna say because it's like too complicated. The I'm danger. Just chicken. If you ask if they if something has chicken in it, they might. If and you don't want it, they'll probably give it to you. Right. Well, <laughs> well, I say we didn't have that problem because they were just like mm. no chicken mm. or no whatever. Chicken. They were just like chicken, no. Uh, and then we walked down the street and found one of those no, the ones where you don't talk to anybody and you just click the button on the oh <laughs> that's what saved you yeah and you go up and you submit the ticket all the machine does is like prints out a ticket and you go submit it and then they make it yeah. and like, bring it out to you Dude, I um I think when when I was in Japan my Japan story is like um like I'm a huge weeb so I watch a lot of anime naturally and so like I have like I I like at least know like not like enough Japanese to be super useful, but enough to, like, not be completely, like, out in the ocean. You actually Um, know some Japanese? Just a little, basically, like, what you hear. How do you say help I'm starving and have... Uh, Taskite, uh, 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 fuck, how do you say I'm hungry? Um, yeah, we're gonna yeah, die. That's we're, yeah, we're gonna okay. die. Uh, so, but, arigato, arigato. <laughs> thank you, we're gonna die. We you die. Show me your bones, like, <laughs> your skin shriveling around your bones. But, arigato. Like, yeah, I'm gonna take this, this jacket. This is what I wore in preparation what are for you soccer. Wearing? Oh, Look you're at this. I'm shirts. trying to even out. Do you, do you guys have awful farmer's tans? Oh, mine's worse than yours. Yeah, so I'm trying to even it out. Anyways, that has nothing to do with anything, but, um, <laughs> So what happened was I was asking, I was trying to ask a waitress, like, what her favorite thing on the menu was. Oh, no. Yeah, because it's, it, mm. that, and that's, like, a complicated thing, right? But the thing is, yeah. Japanese, it's, like, it can be a very, like, sort of abstract language. Like, there's a lot of things where if you say something in Japanese, it only works in certain contexts because the words themselves are very vague. And so, unfortunately, what I said was I pointed? You're like, I like your breasts. Well, so I pointed the menu and I, I said suki des, which like the straight translation, Good. direct translation is just like uh. like uh like this. Mm. So I was trying. What I was trying to communicate was like like which which of these do you like, right? But I, I couldn't say that. So I said suki des, and I, I figured out. Oh, wait, oh she no. she she didn't make a fuss. I was I, just joking, but is it really no no? Close what to I, I figured out later was if you. Like look at someone, you say Suki Desk, that's basically saying I love you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. But I, mean, I think because she knew that I was just like a fuck up and I was pointing at the menu when I was saying it, I think she totally understood what I was going for. But it, in the moment, I literally looked at my weight. Like, imagine like a Japanese person walking into a McDonald's. I love you. Yeah. And then they, they like point <laughs> at like a Big Mac and they go, I love you. <laughs> That would actually kind of make sense. You're like, you're I, pro- professing your love to the burger. Like, I love you to a Big Mac. I wouldn't even be mad, though. I, I think that was funny. Yeah, like, if you were at the McDonald's. Like, it's, it'd be so obvious that it was just a horrible yeah. Japanese. So I think that was, like, that was my saving grace was, like, the, just the understanding. But, like, the, the what I actually Is said. there, like, an uncanny valley of, like, language where you're good enough where you can get yourself into a situation where they don't think that you should be that bad <laughs> where you, you know what i'm saying i think i'd probably run into that all the time like being chinese because i cannot speak mandarin like the tones are just i can't do the tones so if i'm like ever in china the problem is like i i people just assume that i know what i'm doing and that i can like talk and then like just talk to me like normal and then like imagine like if you are in Ventura mm. and you like, you know, you bump into like some white dude on the street and and you're like trying to say something to him, and then all of a sudden he's just saying things in Mandarin and he tries to talk to you in English and it's like really broken. And you're like, right. is this guy doing a bit? Right. Like that's like me being in China. And so that kind of uh, gets me into trouble because I look, I'm a hundred percent ethnically Chinese. You but look I, very Chinese. Yes, but I cannot speak Mandarin. And so that I think is like that's a valley that I know of. Right. Is sort of uncanny. I don't know if Nigel, Nigel, do you like do Japanese stuff? Do, what does that mean? Do I do Siki Japanese desu? stuff? Siki desu, Nigel, Nigel-san? Mm, yes. <laughs> I don't know what your question means. What, what's Japanese stuff? Do you do Japanese, like anime like, and sword fighting? Yeah. And oh, and Sudoku. <laughs> Sudoku. I mean, I used to do Sudoku. <laughs> uh, I eat uh, rice. Um, oh, that's, that's Japanese. <laughs> that's super no, but, Japanese. But I eat, eater. so my mom... When we grew I, I up, my mom would make too. Japanese sticky rice for every meal. It doesn't. It almost doesn't even matter what we're eating. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's. It's a very. I think it goes with everything. Yeah. So it's like I have it. At, I mean, that's something. I guess Japanese. We have teriyaki. So basically, <laughs> teriyaki. the only the only thing that you do that's Japanese is just some of your genetics. Is like Japanese. no cultural, like no holidays or anything. What, what's a know. Japanese holiday? Oh, a uh, Japanese. I, mean, I think, well, I think that, that answers the question. <laughs> Japanese. Yeah. Uh, I think it's uh, Japanese uh, Christmas is like heavily KFC. Um, yeah, but that's because they uh, don't inspired. know what Christmas is. I well, yeah, because there. Was I think that's just. Uh, no, I feel like they might Christmas actually know what Christmas Japan. is, and we're the ones doing it wrong because KFC for <laughs> Christmas sounds Well, it was Have because you... like it, when, when there was like this introduction to like this idea of of like the Western Christmas to mm. Japan, like. KFC was one of the first companies that realized it was like, oh, this is like, this it's is such an abomination, though. They were like, this could be our no Coca-Cola sense. moment. Like, you know how <laughs> Santa Claus wears red and white because of Coca-Cola? They were like, wait, really? this is like an entire, yeah. That's the, St. Nicholas used to wear like blue. But then there was a Coca-Cola Christmas campaign where St. they St. Nicholas Santa. used to wear a human skin suit. <laughs> <laughs> so Coca-Cola, like, had a Christmas campaign, and it just became so iconic that Santa now wears red and white, but it originated from Coca-Cola. Okay, first, first you, like, had a whole bunch of koala facts, and now there's, like, St. Nicholas, Coca-Cola. Well, where, because where we're bringing you... up Jap- the whole reason Japanese Christmas is, like, all no, about I'm KFC asking, where are you, is because where they did Where you get that. all of these fun facts from? Uh, uh, exclusively from the bottom of Snapple Caps. You just open up Snapple bottles and you just, there's the entire world history you know, on the I read, I read. This the episode of, of the podcast is, is corporate takeover. <laughs> Brought to you by Snapple. I personally, I don't think Snapple is that good. I don't really like any of the artificial iced teas. Well, there goes our Snapple sponsorship. Um, and the juices. I don't know, am I wrong? I feel like I've, I used to like Snapple when it was in a glass bottle, but like I just like glass bottles and the instant it was plastic. I just, I don't know. I Why did really they like switch? They all have the same taste. I, yeah, I don't even, I could not tell you, like, I don't know if I'd recognize, if you gave me a blind taste test of just all the different, like, sweet teas, I don't think I'd be able to tell it, any it, of There's, like, this almost, I like, could tell acidic the sweet, like, kind of, like, <laughs> this acidic Bullshit, sweet that I really Nigel. don't like. He probably Yeah, can't. it is, it's, like, I, I just dry. Drink, dude, yeah, it's, like, a, yes, it's, like, a dry, sour sweet, and when I, I don't was, like it. 
when I was 18, I drank four liters of iced tea a day. <laughs> I feel like what? Nigel, <laughs> of all of us, Nigel oh. probably has the worst diet. It's actually tied between Nigel and Peter, I think, for worst what? diet. Was there no, a my, reason my, why? Was sorry? it sweet tea or unsweetened? Sweetened or unsweetened? Oh, my it, God. it has to be sweet. You're not going to drink that much unsweetened yeah. tea. Oh, my God. No. Why? That is so much I, sugar. Nigel, that's literally like cups of sugar that I, you're just I quit ingesting. out of fear of diabetes. Uh, I, that's yeah. what maybe. chocolate milk, right? Sorry? Good fear. Was the chocolate milk before or after the tea? Yeah, you tell the chocolate. chocolate I think it, I yeah, think tell the, yes, it was. That's I why think I didn't it say was anything. Completely, tell the story. Tell the story. Um, tell the story. Tell the story. I don't know chocolate how. Chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. <laughs> so, chocolate milk. It's chocolate milk. so long ago that I don't truly remember the story. Oh, I, my, Nigel, you no, no, blocked tell out it. so I, many of these traumatic events in your childhood. I don't know what you're talking about. All of my memories are fading. And they're like, oh, yeah, that time I almost killed myself in the lab. I think all the chemicals are just making me forget. Or I don't know, maybe it's for the better. That's what Peter keeps saying about his allergy medication. It'll mess my memory. I'm like, bro, your memory is already No, so. <laughs> I don't I, I don't remember why I just liked I drank chocolate milk and I liked it okay I've always liked chocolate milk and then fair chocolate looks great yeah but then there was a sale <laughs> so I kept uh -oh. buying it uh, <laughs> sale. and I at the time I was trying to gain weight is this the story you're talking about yeah 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 would you, you remember why you were trying to gain weight were you um, underweight? Did your doctor say something, or you just wanted to gain weight? No, I just I was self-conscious about my my low body weight. <laughs> I think we all go so, through that phase. So I read online <laughs> about the, the GoMad diet. Have you heard of that? No. Go so it stands for gallon of milk a day. No, <laughs> no, that cannot be real. So uh, no, no, so be serious right it's now. kind of a meme, but it's on like body or like on workout forums when people complain they can't gain weight. They always just respond. A lot of people respond yeah. with one word. Just go okay, mad. Okay, but were you working out when you were doing no, this? Or were you just more. No way. There was no way he was it's working 3, out. It's 3,000 plus calories, I think. And it's just like... Oh, for the chocolate milk, probably. But you have to drink the milk plus have your regular meals. It's yeah, impossible to not out. gain weight. Like, you're supposed to also be, no, like, but building it's the people, muscle. It's the people who claim they've been working out for a year and they have no weight gain. So and they they go oh you know I can't gain weight I'm just I I my metabolism's too fast so people tell them well how about drink a gallon of milk a day and see if your metabolism's too fast and also exercise um, I did so I I you tried did? oh it, my god and I could never gain weight but I can attest that it worked <laughs> uh, and then did I recommended really it to my friend because you weren't working uh, out and he also. Gained weight. Got he gained like 30 <laughs> pounds or something. I don't like, know. You see what he says? Wow. Gaining weight. Like also, he says it in a way where it's like you got weight. fat instead of buff. Oh, no. You get, you get fat for sure. I noticed it because when you'd be, on the, you'd be on the subway, I remember sitting there one day and I would... <laughs> and I, I realized I was taking up no, two seats. <laughs> no, I was sitting there and as the, the subway kind of went through on the tracks and it would shake, I remember your, feeling your my butt, body you shake. Feel your... And I was like, that's weird. I've never felt that before. Nigel's dummy thing. And Every time the train hit so a bump or hit a transition, the, the time, clap of his cheeks. My scale, you know those little thin batteries? like a gunshot. Boom! Like the, the tiny button ones? The tiny button ones. My scale ran out of batteries, so I didn't know how much weight I was gaining. Oh, so my God. I went, and after I felt that, I got off the subway, and I went to the dollar store and got a, a, a little... Uh, battery and when i went home and i put it in the scale <laughs> it was a month prior i'd weighed myself and i was a hundred i think and like 38 or something so it was like three or four weeks later i weighed myself again and do you guess how much i weighed 200 pounds 150 <laughs> yes. yeah i was 159 or something jesus wow, wow 20 pounds in a month i gained 20 pounds in a month and so it happened. How did, how did you not was, realize that? I was, I just 20 got, pounds is huge. It's dude. a lot. So I got shocked. And then I looked in the mirror. And I realized, I don't know. It's <laughs> okay. like I looked in the mirror and I'm like, oh my God, I'm fat. I, <laughs> but that was I, what you realized, wanted, right? I Nigel, realized I have a question. how my face how you, had become fat. How do you function as an adult? <laughs> I wasn't an adult. I was 17 like, at the time. So he weighed himself. How do you I, I, not realize you've gained 20 pounds? I was 17. I don't know. I just. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't look in the mirror very often. Oh my! So I, was only, that I only see though? myself naked once a month. Dude, did you accomplish the goal that you set out when you like gained I, those? Like that was what you're trying to do. I never lost the weight. I just worked out and I just kind of I lost the fat. 
So the trick was to gain weight, you drink chocolate milk. To lose weight, you stop drinking chocolate (laughs) milk. Um, And I just kept working out, and I never really lost the weight, but I lost the fat. I don't see what taking 2,500 calories out of your diet will do. Bone density. (laughs) He increased his bone density while burning the fat. Yeah, the calcium. (laughs) The calcium from the milk. Oh, it permanently (laughs) messes up your insides, too. So I don't don't know if I recommend drinking it. It made it so I couldn't drink chocolate milk for, I think, 10 years. I don't think that's because your insides are messed de- up. I think it was because you couldn't stand chocolate milk I know. I think, it, I think yeah. you actually develop uh, an allergy <laughs> or, some, be, or an immune response yeah, you, you to could, it. I think you could literally make yourself lactose intolerant by drinking too much milk. And my friend did it. He he wanted to gain weight. He was also 130-something or 140. He drank chocolate milk and worked out. And I think he went to like 170. Um but after that, he's like, he can't drink mil- uh, chocolate milk anymore. Oh, and actually, sorry, the reason that I had so much chocolate milk was because I wanted to do the GoMad, but it was more just because the chocolate milk was on sale and I bought way too much. Wait, <laughs> so how? So I had to go through it. So you bought like multiple gallons of chocolate milk because I, I it was on sale? I bought 30 liters in one trip. <laughs> Wait, were they in bags? No, they, they were just in like cartons of one liter. Okay. They have cartons in Canada? I have a photo of oh, bag milks. I have a photo of it. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's not a, it's not an interesting photo, but what I used to do was I would wake up and <laughs> this is like the part that it said, you judge me. Take a I shit. I would jump in the shower <laughs> and I would drink the chocolate milk <clears throat> in like 30 seconds. No. What? Why? I just, I didn't have time don't. to get ready in the morning. So I drink the chocolate milk while like the shower, I uh, while I was warming what? up for 30 no. seconds. Nigel, you are a completely <laughs> different person than how you come off wow. in your videos. Can I just say the, that right now? Alan, oh, this, was, this, this was when I was 17. Tom, Tom like My brain too. wasn't fully formed. <laughs> yeah, but in like, Nigel's I, videos, everyone thinks he's like this, like, you know, the utmost professional, but in real life. <laughs> in real life it's smash cuts it's, to him in a shower drinking directly out of a yeah. gallon of chocolate milk. You ever, you, ever seen a, you, you ever seen a car driving down the street with like the mufflers dragging on the ground? <laughs> That's it, Nigel. It, I never felt bad, but during, during the like whole... It makes a scraping noise, but he just keeps ignoring it. During the whole COVID lockdown, I got back into chocolate milk and it made me a bit It made what? me a bit You mean fat. chocolate milk got back into you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, show us a picture. I, bad like this whole time you're one saving Grace, you're like, oh, I was 17. My brain wasn't no. fully developed. You're like, oh, but by the way, this last guy got back into chocolate milk. Because, because Alan, it took literally after that, I could not drink chocolate milk for 13 or sorry, 12 years because it upset my stomach. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of any of my like bad eating habits, and none of them come even close to like three liters of chocolate milk a day. I admit like, it was bad, but I had a goal to gain weight. It wasn't just frivolous, it wasn't. And you. You did it. You have, really did have it. Have you guys ever heard of the sub the subreddit called Shower Orange? It's just people eating oranges in the shower. I have There's also a shower heard beer, like a fetish. But it's not How safe did you for find work. This don't Kevin. go there. Oh, don't. What? Wait, what? Shower well, now Orange. Now I want to go there. Well, because it's just going to be a lot of uh, naked bodies, probably. But yeah, why shower people, beer is naked people. But Shower Orange okay. is just like you eat an orange when you're in the shower, so you can just like really just go at the orange well, and just we're make looking a huge it up mess. right it's now like, it's like a, <laughs> it's like a really primitive thing day. right you can just like murder this orange in your oh, shower actually no so far there it's, isn't anything that's not it's safe literally for. just, just orange oranges in showers it's like not even people in the pictures half the time yeah um oh there we go there's a oh that, even that's like tasteful that's like it's, a tasteful a hidden like nudity he's covering, covering up his wiener with yeah it's like, like a perspective lemons, thing actually. so here's what i'm saying there isn't a shower milk yet, so I think you just started something, Nigel. I can't drink milk no. anymore, though. If you're, so, if whoever's listening to this, make shower milk subreddit and let, no, make it. No, please a- don't. No, no, don't encourage this, Kevin. Don't. <laughs> I, I, I can't drink milk anymore. Shower though, milk. For the record, I'm off you again. Can't drink what? Completely. You're off the, off the milk. You're off chocolate cold milk. turkey. You're off. You're off the milk. I'm off the milk. Well, Nigel, I'm very proud of you. When you get your six month coin. <laughs> No, I went 12 years without it, <laughs> and then I relapsed. In, oh, uh, God. Oh, that's sad. And then I, I gained... I'm thinking of the highlight clip of now Red relapse story. <laughs> it's about chocolate milk. I, yeah, I mean... All right, Kevin, uh, this question, this, uh, it's not really a question. Um, I have your socks. You left them at the hotel room. Oh, man. How did Take you leave your socks at the hotel me. room? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna bring them back. I was thinking of mailing them to you, taking your socks and putting them in like a flat rate, or no, just a regular envelope with a stamp. But I, I have both socks. I have to use like two envelopes. Um, I think no. With the socks, <laughs> I think if you put the postage directly on the socks, they might just. Do you want to Do you want to hear what Kevin did this weekend? What did Kevin do this weekend? He left his wallet at the hotel. We were we had to drive all the way across Massachusetts, and he left his wallet at the hotel. <laughs> This is not surprising to me Oof. in the least, though. Like that it is was... exactly that's like exactly what Kevin would do. We got ha- we're like halfway. It's because you. It's because Will rushed me. He's like, we gotta no, go. No, I didn't no, rush no. you. But wait, yeah, why were you, you rushed Why me? were you guys in Massachusetts? We became oyster farmers. But mm-hmm. so wait, Kevin was at your house. Yes. And yeah. then how did you end up on the other end of the country? Flew. Okay. Uh, oh my! It's a long story. It's a story. long story. <laughs> Hopped on a train. So, like, because uh, I was we very unclear how any of this. I was going happened. to Massachusetts for a wedding. So was oh, I. Like okay. a, a week, a week prior, I had gotten like an email from a guy named Mike who offered to send me oysters because I complained about it. We did a like a bespoke sponsorship, and mm. remember how Peter got the oysters for his, but they couldn't ship them to me because they didn't have like the you gotta sh- like overnight them or whatever. And who who knows? It was like mm-hmm. for whatever reason they didn't want to ship. They like won't ship them to the West Coast. So this guy was like, oh like I'll ship you oysters. Like I have an oyster farm, and I'm like, oh wow, oh my god, it's in Massachusetts. I'm gonna be in Massachusetts. So I was like, we should Perfect. go become oyster farmers, and uh, and then basically everything just lined up, and I was like, Kevin, you want to go with me because I'm gonna need help. And then Kevin was like, <laughs> I'm okay, like, why not? He was at my house. He was here, and so we changed his flights, which was a whole nightmare. Changing flights oh, it was, was a nightmare. Such a nightmare. Uh, we ended up just buying new flights and had to scrapping them. <laughs> like you throw like hundreds well, of dollars on the drain. It takes Can we a do a, lot of a reverse sponsorship for Delta exactly. right now? Uh, yes, this is a reverse. No, the, all the airlines are like this, so it's it's bad. Um, and so Kevin flew out, and then we landed on the west coast of Massachusetts, so like the the far end, the inside of the state, the rural yeah. part. Okay. And then we drove all the way across to do the oyster farming because the wedding was on Plymouth. the inland. It, it, Where it just, all started, it's baby. All in Plymouth, yeah. And they apparently there's like the, the there's the Mayflower too. They like rebuilt the Mayflower and they called it the Mayflower too. And Wait, it's, why? Because it's tourist trap. Okay. But the oyster farm, part of the farm is like literally right, like literally next, like under the bow oh, of the boat. I, I didn't know yeah. if they were trying to like make another America or something, if they were going to try. No, they're trying to scam people out of their money. <laughs> and so we were on the, we drove across the state, but Kevin was going to then fly back from Boston because I had to go back to the west side of the state. <laughs> and so halfway across the state, uh, he's like, I don't have my wallet. Uh, <laughs> like, are you, it's like the, the most, the most important thing, the most important see, thing you your need. mistake was, I would have just assumed that he would have forgotten everything i know you should have just assumed that i should i should just assume that you, okay when i leave the house i like touch my pocket yes I'm like i got my phone my wallet and then my pocket knife usually yeah uh i'm pretty sure at this moment kevin you're probably forgetting something right now Wait, i would bet money that right the, now kevin is there a cutting something. board on your stove oh man you give me anxiety <laughs> it's it was your fault i lost the wallet and it was your fault Wait, i almost burned my house down you turned on your stove uh, yeah t- just to turn it on. Like, at that point, you didn't have any food ready. You no, didn't I was have making like noodles. Pot. I was Where doing were noodles, the noodles? And I had a pot. Where was the, the pot? pot? The pot was on the, the other stove. In my defense, it's really confusing. <laughs> you have all these... <laughs> oh, I see. So you turned the wrong stove on. I did, yeah. So you had a pot of... And it was on the stove, but not on the one that you turned on. And the cutting board was the one on the one that you turned on. Yes. Okay. Wait. That is still hilarious. How, how long have you had this stove for? How long have I had the cutting board for? <laughs> not not very long, because Sandra burned the other one. Wait, yeah, Kevin, confusing. I, have a, I have a solution for you. Have you ever uh, actually used more than one of those stoves at the same time? Burner. Yeah, but the burners on your stove. Kevin's like there's not probably four. I would <laughs> just disconnect all of them except for one, and then that just becomes your burner. I got a haircut, and ever since then, I've been getting comments on, like, uh, but like on Instagram, that, that I look like you now. <laughs> you, Do you see that? You stole my haircut. <laughs> Do you see that? Is this, is this Nigel, the Nigel? Am don't I pulling take this the wrong way, but you're way more pale than Alan. <laughs> yeah. I need the glasses. That's all I need. Yeah. Then you I can, can be just like be Nigel. Me. And then I could drink a gallon of milk a day. Not anymore, though. <laughs> I had to stop. <laughs> Woo! That's right. Sorry. Like Oysters. That? What um what does an oyster farmer do? Is there like a field? Dude, is there like I, a it's so it's, it's so like labor intensive. They so we it, we were basically there for like exactly 24 hours. 
Like exactly. Like we start. We got there midday, like maybe three yeah. p.m. Uh-huh. And we left. I left at like one. Oh my god, we were left. We Kevin, we were there for less than twenty four hours. I know. It was. It we, was like so fast paced. We went to bed at like midnight, two o'clock. We slept. We slept at their house. They let us stay at their yeah. house. They was it like a? Cool. Did you did you actually help them like yeah, harvest? Yeah, well, we definitely oysters. slowed them down. Will, <laughs> Will helped more filming. than than I did. I was filming a little bit, but Will was yeah. like actually doing everything. So like they like there's like three or four parts. Like they take the these like baby baby oysters, like tiny little oysters. They're like super small. Like, uh-huh. like it looks like quinoa, quinoa, yeah. quinoa. And then that they, small. Wow. They're super small, and they put them into like this tank that's like in the ocean, like in a harbor, uh-huh. so they can like control it really tightly. And they let them grow to be a little bit bigger. And then once they're like, you know, maybe like the size of your pinky nail or something, or maybe a little bit smaller, they put them into mesh bags. And they take those mesh bags and move them into their grant, their like plot of land in the middle of the ocean. Because the bay is like super shallow. It's like 10, maybe 10 feet at high tide or maybe even less, hmm. less than that. And at and low tide, like, you can walk around. Yeah. But there's parts that are completely exposed to at low tide. And the oysters are just like, they're just free-floating just in these mesh bags. Well, yeah, so they keep them in the mesh bag so they're like locked on land basically or in the water on huh. them, but it's like you know said shallow um and then they get bigger and they move them into different mesh bags and when they get bigger then they just straight up dump them on the <laughs> sea floor and then yeah. once they're big enough they like rake them up and then huh. collect yeah, them we, and they harvest them that way something like we didn't There's get to see you do that part but so yeah. you didn't you didn't like have to like wade out in the water with no, a giant did. oyster rake? Oh, we and, did. Oh, you did. No, we didn't go yeah. with the rake, but we were like we were basically dumping the bags. We were like planting the, the oysters. Water. Yeah, we were planting the oysters, <laughs> and then they had like these um, like kind of milk crates that they had like previously done some sorting, or I think that I don't really know exactly what the deal was, but I think it was from like a previous day, mm-hmm. and so they had these crates filled with just oysters that were still just sitting in the water, and you would just pull them out and pick. And them. you had to like sort through the dead ones. That, right. You know. Oh. We were, we were straight up, we were just eating oysters literally right out of the <laughs> I was going to say, it was the I was going to say, like, while ever. you were doing that, yes. like, were you just, like, yes, kind of, like, actually. that's awesome. It was so cool. So I have to say, I love a fresh oyster. I have to say, I think oysters are some of the worst tasting things I've ever had. No, no Nigel. So no. when I was no, no, in no, Japan, I agree with Nigel. When I was in Japan, <laughs> um, they'll, they'll, I forget which island it was, it was near um, Hiroshima. People go there and they'll crack an oyster open for you, and I almost threw up. I cannot what? deal. I cannot deal with them, dude. You're it's eating just, those Hiroshima it, oysters. These fresh, are some nice, good oysters. I I just like it's briny. It's seafood. It's, it's, just tastes like, really. I don't like all seafood. Almost. Yeah, this is you are not Japanese, are you? <laughs> no. See, that's the part where I diverge. <laughs> I'm I'm more Japanese. Chocolate than milk. <laughs> I just yeah, oh yeah. That means you're, Will's you're a more, bigger weeaboo than you are. He's got more uh, anime TV pillows than you do. Nigel's a milk drinking American. <laughs> or, Reject yeah. Japanese oh, heritage. God. Consume it's, chocolate milk. No, like I like I like salmon, tuna. You know the the usual fish. I just don't like. <laughs> I mean, like, like it is a little weird Tilapia. that like like yeah, ideally Tilapia you're eating oysters. The best oysters they really should be alive when you're eating them. They have to. Yeah, they have to. If you eat them when they're dead, you're gonna die. Yeah, so <laughs> like, you're gonna have diarrhea. Like you crack it open and it has, you know, it's pro- if it could scream, it would be screaming, right? Because you're like breaking its little body open, you're slurping it down. That's part of like, my problem. With, alive. That's my problem. But you know what? It there's it it tastes great. It tastes great, it, and they can't scream, so it's okay. They, I it, it, I understand <laughs> why people wouldn't want to eat them. I think it's a texture thing, but like a flavor thing, like yeah, they oh, yeah. taste. They actually taste good. Mm. And they're like they're nice and salty. The texture, I totally understand. So that's why somebody, for me, it's mostly. I that. don't. I don't taste them. It's just salt and slime. But <laughs> yeah, salty put, slime. Like What's little, wrong with that? You put a little. You squeeze a lemon on it. You maybe some like Tabasco if you're into that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it was yeah. really lemon. good with lemon. Is, yeah. Good. Yes. It helps to kind of nip it so, a little bit. You like. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's that's Flavor Town. Because even like shrimp, for example, like if I go with sushi, I order shrimp. And I eat shrimp, but I hate the texture. I like the taste, but I hate the texture. Really? So I have to chew it really it's quickly good. to make it so it doesn't have that texture. Um, shrimp has a, like so a good you, texture. It's nice would, and firm. I hate it. I just don't. I, I find it. I don't know. There's something that I don't like about it. Have you ever had uh, uni? Uh, that's like eel? No, that's a uh, sea so urchin. Yeah, oh, the sea urchin. Sorry, yeah, yeah. That might be literally... Um, that's no. literally the worst slimy texture. No, no I haven't sea had urchin? it. 
Sea urchin? I probably had a sea urchin. It's rich. It's rich. I agree with Lauren. It's too... It's it's like... I just don't like weird textures. That's my problem. I I took pictures. I want to show your mom with it. I just... I guess I... It's like recording a podcast. She doesn't care at all. She's like, I'm coming. Chelsea's part of the podcast sometimes, sort of. You just just kind of wandering in and out. You see, there she is. We had a lot of fun though. It was it was the, the guys were super cool. They're really young. They're like a little bit younger than us. Really, and yeah, they have yeah. a... their dad started mm. the farm. But oh, okay. He, he like they run it now mostly. They do it every single day. So they're both like engineers. One does like one works for Simply Safe. He's like a software <laughs> yeah. developer for Simply Safe. So this is like a side gig. Like, it's like a side gig. Hmm. Yeah, it's I mean, it's like uh, they it's they're one like of those things doing where you this need. to pay their way through college, hmm. right? So but and there's cool. a lot of money to be made, but yeah. you have to like invest it all back into the business, I guess. So it's like, yeah, it's I guess. Man, so there's hurt. not a lot of money to be money. made. <laughs> there's not. <laughs> Wait, no. There, well, for a brief period of like, time, there is a lot of money to be way. made before you put it back in. Yeah, it's, it was fun to have because the, they're both brothers. They're just like arguing with each other, like <laughs> like about, about what's the best way to optimize. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff like that. Right. I mean, I think it would be fun um, to go oystering. I just wouldn't eat any of them. Aww. I mean, I would oh, try, we, and you'd we... watch me gag. That's what happens every time. <laughs> I mean, that, so that sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds you, like a good you video. You would have liked it. It sounds like it's yeah. going to be a good mm. video. It will be. It's, it's too much footage, though. So. Well, I mean, that's what editing's for, right? What, what's your preference? Do you prefer to have, like, like, way too much footage to cut down, or do you prefer, like, not having the shot that you need and I just sort of making it up? I prefer you not sort of, like, just figure I like it out. like too much. <laughs> no, I think no, sometimes like too much? when you lose footage, it sucks, but you're kind of happy because you're, like, one, <laughs> one less thing that you need to look at. You're like, oh. Yeah. You, you can just move on. It's like sometimes in the lab, I have glass where I have to clean, and I was thinking about it the other day because that's all I've been doing for, like, days. He I just throws it no, in the trash. Sometimes I drop it and it shatters. And I'm just like kind of happy because I don't have to clean it. This is really bad. I probably shouldn't say this, but um, I felt a little bit that way when the house burned down because wow. there was there was so much I like mean, there was a, so, so much, much junk <laughs> that, just that I got rid of it. I, like I couldn't part with it, but it was just like old projects and stuff. Like we built the mechanical TV, which like this big wooden piece of crap, and I had just shoved it. And, like I can't throw this away. Yeah, it kept getting destroyed because I would like move stuff and like kick it, and it was all broken. But I still couldn't throw it away. And I finally, it finally is no longer my problem. God anymore. threw it out for God, you. I mean, God I know what you're saying. It. God threw it, it in the trash for me. That, Weirdly nice. That happened to me when we moved like, to my new office. There's a few things that I just literally kept i bought it like two years ago or three years ago i yeah. never used it and just kept bringing it every time i moved and then in the mm -hmm. move the movers or somebody broke it and it was just like i kind of like yes i can finally because <laughs> it's a mental illness it's because it was it was too good to throw out but it was too cheap to sell like it wasn't worth right. selling so yeah. we kind of right. just sat there and you feel bad you feel bad throwing stuff away yeah it's like i do I'm bad. Uh, I like I've been getting over that. Much I have. <laughs> I've been training Kevin, myself over like Kevin the last year is to throw things out. A human out. dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> he literally like all his half the components in his little lab that he's in right now are from PCBs. Like he'll like desolder. Like he said, Kevin. he would spend like hours desoldering PCBs. I Kevin, found a better way. Just, just use a heat gun, like the thousand degree heat no, gun. I have like, a have much better way. way. Shake the board. Kevin, just I have a way it better way. Just buy <laughs> the pieces uh, digi digi when you need them. No. Digikey.com. Okay, just, I'm, I'm way too I've patient been, for that. No, it I've delivers been, like, the next day, doesn't it? You know, you know the cool part about buying stuff is you know exactly what it is. Yeah. You know the specs, you know the rating. It's you know, pretty great. I don't know. Kevin, I, I think that you should just, like, marry Kondo. Like, like learn to, like pick up the pcb and be like oh thank you pcb for for sitting there as an option for me and to act as a resource but i no longer need you thank you for being here and just throw it in the fucking garbage so, and spit no on it. yeah i i agree alan <laughs> but part of my problem is there are many things that i keep like just odd weird things that i probably about 80 or 90 percent of them i end up go. using 
Chelsea just brought a book about cleaning. This is Mary Kondo. <laughs> this she is literally the book really? on, on oh, cleaning, no. on throwing things away. Oh, that's right. Chelsea's or donating them, too. whatever. But Kevin, just like, just do it. It's not worth it. I mean, you know, like donating them is good too because you know that they're going to throw it away for you. You know what? Okay. So <laughs> exactly. I hate to say this, to but I was very excited. Yeah. So this um, this weekend, I, I went on a walk um, just to like, like, as a as a alternative to running because i was like because <laughs> like okay, no okay no I, I i learned that this is weird i learned this apparently like the calories burned per mile Correct. running versus walking it's, like it's the about same. the mm. same like the human body is just Correct. actually really really efficient at moving at like very different it, it like per mile yeah so the only difference is like you you the mile is faster obviously if you run but the energy expenditure is almost the same as walking so once i learned that i was like why the fuck am i running it <laughs> you, you just you like you lose like the high like heart pressure yeah yeah it's but stuff that's like yeah but just in yeah. terms of energy so I, I i i went on like a long walk and while i was doing that I found a makerspace that like, was like within like two miles of where I live. It was like a little kid's makerspace. And my my first reaction, absolute first. <laughs> I running. can give them a no, bunch no, no, of crap. No, 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 no. <laughs> my first, I saw it and I said, oh, I bet I can give them a bunch of my crap. <laughs> dude, that's the last, dude, the makerspace that I would go to. That was the problem. Is people would bring them like what seemed like cool stuff. Yeah. But it needed so much yeah, work and yes. money to get it going that it actually was like, it was trash. It was just actually trash. But guess what? They were 501c3. And so if I give them some like expensive trash, that oh, becomes a write off. for me. Like, yeah. Uh, like oh uh, the, these are a bunch of old PVC pipe fittings, like, but I signed them all, so now it's worth five hundred dollars. Like, Alan, this is a this is a laser cutter you bought for five hundred dollars on eBay called the K forty. <laughs> right, like hey, if, if I had a reason or somebody to give some of this stuff to, I would give it to them. But otherwise, it just sits here. So if anybody wants a bunch of old inductors from PCBs, <laughs> are we doing a giveaway? Are we doing <laughs> a podcast giveaway now? Any of the specs of those inductors? Right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's the inductance on yeah, any of those, what's Kevin? The if you can give me the inductance of one of those, I will. <laughs> get, I'll donate a, a three hundred of what quarter? I'll quarter read million one page out of oh, the no. Harry Potter book. Any Harry Potter book that you're choosing, I'll read one page out Hold of on, it. My, if you can name one meter? one Millahenry reading off of any of those. You know what we did before we went to get oysters? What? Um, this is very exciting. This is something that's been sitting in my garage for a while, but I've been too scared to play with it. Remember I was talking about needing a high voltage buddy? Right, right. We, we turned on the high voltage power supply. Yeah, it was cool. Oh <laughs> my god. If you're ever getting rid of that wheel, just let me know. I'll take it for you. Dude, it, oh was, it was busting like six inch sparks. It's... Dude, it's like so insane. Bam. They were like, and when you had it going across an object, we were getting like eight plus inch sparks. Like, yeah. like literal like mini bolts of lightning coming out of this power supply. Holy crap. Eight inches is nothing to sneeze at. <laughs> Dude, I was at, like, I'm actually blown away. And then Kevin, we, oh my God, uh, we got on the table and held on to the high voltage output, and then we grounded like we we grounded the ground. We put the ground on the concrete, <laughs> and so we're just like pumping electrons into Kevin. <laughs> and my hair is like. Um, we were using so we had the high voltage screwed to a piece of wood, and then Kevin's uh -huh. holding on the end of the wood. So like it turns out at those voltages, wood is just like a resistor. Yeah, yeah. And um, we filled Kevin up with electrons. To do uh, to uh, he just jumped. He just wanted to. Do he it. just wanted to. Yeah. Kevin just wanted to to ride Kevin, the lightning. Like, Kevin has way too much ADHD, ADHD <laughs> like actually diagnosed and medicated ADHD to be playing with a high voltage power supply like that. Because like your brain is like jumping around, but the problem is the instant you make one mistake, yeah, you got shocked good a couple of times. So you know, I like, figured out why I got shocked at the at the what? end. It's because when you turned off the power supply, it like shorted the high voltage to ground and since i was like i was high voltage and i was holding onto the high voltage it instantly like connected like me to ground all the electrons so, like, out of you? yeah Ooh. it wasn't pleasant Jeez. i liked my electrons where they were <laughs> <laughs> way too many like dude there was one point where i'm like i'm not even touching the high voltage but i couldn't even touch the power supply to turn it off it was shocking me so i had oh, to yeah. get like a piece of wood and, and flick the switch off that is i, I don't know I, where were they like he's trying from? to turn it no off idea. and i'm up here like <laughs> literally no i like maybe they were bleeding off of kevin into me or something and i'm wearing rubber shoes like no idea yeah that's like when that like like just the, when it 
electricity just becomes like black magic when you like like you end up just having things that just don't like work well anymore in your brain have you ever had wires hiss the wires were hissing which wires all the wires all the wires <laughs> because it's just it's like all the sharp it's points like, it's just they're it's spraying electrons into the air it's like a high it's like a high pressure water line just like just little, little holes. holes of electrons <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, leaking it's everywhere crazy like it's like god <laughs> and this so, is this is to power an x-ray machine right yeah so wait, oh we did that too but wait before we, i want it you gets, to talk about so that so much worse but i i yeah. I, I, I just have a question on a scale of 1 to okay. 10, just in your opinion, how qualified are you to be working with this power supply? Well, how qualified compared to who? Honestly, I would give us probably a higher score than most people would Ye give us. Yeah. No, no. I, I, because... I, I, yeah, okay. I'm just asking how afraid... Like, you, are you the, don't feel like you're you... actually going... To kill yourself with no. it, right? Yeah. Well, there's, there's always there's, a chance. There's a healthy fear of it. Yeah, okay. It's not like you can get sense. qualified for it. <laughs> Kevin. Right. I'm it's sure like, there's a way like to saying, get qualified. Okay, here's the thing. Like, how good of a sword fighter are you? Like, at the end of the day, <laughs> like, if you're fighting someone with a sword, both of you are probably going to get stabbed at some point, right? Like, is that safe? No. We talked about this already. It's wait, not safe. But, like, wait, how... I, I don't understand this metaphor. <laughs> okay, this imagine is... getting in a knife fight Which with one, somebody. What's the electricity here? Who is... Who is the? It's the they are both the swords. The apparently. So imagine, imagine you have to have. Okay, Alan, here we go. Okay, okay let me let me double okay. down on my shitty metaphor. Imagine you, there's two guys with a knife each, and you're having okay. a knife fight. Okay, someone's and, gonna win, uh, but you're both gonna lose. But how does the electricity uh, okay. lose? Is what Alan's asking. <laughs> what, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, it's like electricity playing with electricity only is wins. Like, <laughs> but there's, there's like, if you if you even like play with this power supply, you're already in the danger zone. Like no mm. matter how good or qualified you are, yeah. Like, there's a really high chance you're gonna hurt yourself. So it's like you have to be super, super careful. And that's why I say like like a knife fight, like even if you win, there's still like a high probability you're gonna get stabbed. And like the power supply, if you wanna play the game, you're probably gonna pay the price at some you, point. Like, you have it's to accept the shot. risk that you're gonna right. get shocked. You're like, gonna and get just shocked. Have to, like, just that's what you're gonna get shot, so you right. have to do everything you like, can to not get shot. The fact that we like I was the one turning the machine on and off, oh it gets worse. Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and I was getting shocked, and I wasn't anywhere near the high-voltage output. I think you should talk about your x-ray uh, experience. Okay. So it gets even worse, <laughs> right, Kevin? Does remember it? What, I, I, remember what I, I, uh, Ben Krasnow got in trouble for? No. What yes. did he get in trouble for? I didn't know that he ever got in trouble for He it. got in trouble for just busting off x-rays in his garage. Oh, in trouble <laughs> by the government. Yeah, someone yep. showed up. Oh. But he, he also was doing it, like, way more, like, long-term for, like, a CT scan. <laughs> Um, yeah, but this was we, like a dental X-ray head. I think his was way more powerful. Powered. Yeah. Um. Anyways, we were busting off X-rays in the garage. We were just trying to get it to work, and it took a quite like quite a bit of finessing to actually get X-rays to come out of it. Well, I mean, yeah, it's like an old X-ray machine, right? Like, yeah. I so the, the dental imagine. head was like filled with oil, and it had the high voltage power supply on the inside. So we completely like we just threw away the high voltage circuit in there, and then just hooked <laughs> it directly up to the high voltage supply. And there's like, so you have high voltage on both ends of the, of the tube, the x-ray mm. tube. Um, and then on one end, you also have the filament supply. So the filament supply is like on the ground side of the high voltage. So, but you know, you know, like even though it's ground, like you're still messing it, around with. Does it work it, kind of like a, like, a, like a microwave magnetron? Like is there a filament that you heat up and yeah. then you're just like shooting Correct. like things off so, of So the, the high filament. voltage is like the gas yeah. and uh. then the filament is sort of like the pedal. Okay, okay. So you, you're essentially trying to control how many electrons are coming off the filament to be propelled by the high voltage into a piece of tungsten or something. There's a couple metals, I think. Right. And then the tungsten is literally at a 45-degree angle, and so when the electrons hit it, they shoot out the side of the tube as X-rays. So, like, that huh. electrons hit the tungsten, convert into X-rays, and because of, like, you know, like, mirrors, <laughs> yeah. it bounces off at a 45-degree angle. That's actually really cool. It's really That's cool. Like... So they, they come out the side of the tube. That's like that kind of like old like old fashioned science that's just like very easy to like visualize mm -hmm. and understands like yeah it's a forty five degree mirror and it bounces off right like if you look right? at like if you look at like integrated like a, any any modern day like uh, circuit board like if you open up your phone it just all looks like nonsense right yeah mm -hmm. like that's I like that old like stuff the where physical it's like, aspect yeah, too yeah. where it's like oh I can see here that the ele the electrons or the uh, X rays come out literally right yeah. here <laughs> like you can see where the X rays come out. 
Um, and you got it to work. So we got it to work, and we we just it was very tricky. You need two power supplies, so you have like a like a cheap power supply that's providing current to the filament, right? And then you have the high voltage supply. But the problem is the high voltage supply can only do two milliamps at sixty thousand volts. And I so mean that's have, a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, but the the tubes can use like you know like ten milliamps, uh. and you can buy a more expensive power supply, but you know, this was already like $400 for like a beat to hell, like college power supply from some college lab somewhere. Uh, so we have to, we had to like figure out like how to like, you get, you get the current, like the filament current, you got to like turn it up slowly, slowly, slowly. And then it starts glowing mm-hmm. orange. And then all of a sudden things start glowing. Like, I don't even know. Other There's colors. all sorts of colors coming <laughs> yeah. out of it. That like colors you, you literally can't see. You guys yeah, sound very qualified. Colors. Uh, dude, the the manual. What, what did the manual say, Kevin? It was like, <laughs> do not do this. Uh, oh yeah, basically, no, no. the manual was no, just like do not. It's really. Any it's of one this. of those things. Where if you have to be reading this manual right now, do not do any of the things in this manual. Yeah, uh, it's it's almost worse than that. It's like actually worse than that. It says, I got it right here. Since X-ray tubes will emit X-rays when it is energized with high voltage, special knowledge is required to handle it. It just doesn't tell you what the knowledge is. It's just like <laughs> you just have to know it. We're not gonna tell you here. You just have to know it. That's that's kind of the best warning you could do, probably. It's just uh, one of those things. If you don't know, it just tells you that then, you're not qualified. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very well, easy just, way to find out. Will says just reading the manual like probably makes you qualified though. You know, right. oh, that's like, or like no one's gonna be no one's gonna be trying to make X-rays without like, right? Knowing what okay. they're doing. Is someone who <laughs> isn't hey, qualified Kevin. to deal with X-rays going to go out of their way to buy an X-ray tube on eBay? <laughs> I would yeah. say you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, he had like you know dose dosimeters, so we we knew what. Dose yeah, we had we two. We had a we had a personal dose meter. Okay. Um, we had a normal Geiger counter, like the. I don't know. It's that really popular one. Does an X-ray set off a Geiger counter? Yeah. Does it makes them really mad? (laughs) Over a certain level. Okay. Yeah. So it keeps going. Um, We bought, or I bought. I bought all this stuff like a year ago too. I've just been too afraid to do it until Kevin was here. Bought. (laughs) Let uh, Kevin sacrifice himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's just, there's something nice about having, like, you go down together. two people who kind of, yeah, exactly. It's like, you kind of know what's going well, on Well, it's together. like, you, what, you, you really want one person that you, like, really, truly believe is going to be okay if, like, like if, if someone's hand explodes, right. you probably, you, you want someone who you're, like, pretty sure is going to be able to handle or, that. Right. Like, like, you know, just be able to, like, call 911 and, like, and yeah, calmly, like, put, like, you'd pressure be, on your calling knob. calling more. Yeah, Don't yeah. even go to the <laughs> just, one, right? Just call, call the hearse. Uh, hello? Is this the morgue? Yeah, we've got one. A dead who, body. We've got someone who's very soon to be a dead body. <laughs> Wait. Oh, they're a dead body now. Yeah, just come over. <laughs> I understand what you mean, though. It's, it's when somebody is reassuring you and you feel like they're somewhat competent. It makes you, right. even if you know that they don't exactly know, it still does make you feel more confident yeah. in yourself and the situation. I, I think just just having like a second set of yeah, eyes yeah yeah because like even like kevin Definitely. would get real handsy with it. i mean <laughs> well, well i mean this isn't in the video, but, like when we were playing with like the high voltage capacitors um with kevin and his friends in florida it's like it, you just like you can't see it and so like you know at one point someone got like too close and we're like what are you doing what are you doing yeah. what are you doing what are you doing and they didn't realize it had been charged up mm. and so it's like mm-hmm. fifteen thousand volts sitting on these caps and like someone was getting closer than they should have to it, mm. and it's like we're watching it. exactly. So we're watching. It's like, what are you doing? Like, what are you yeah, doing? Those are true. charged up, and they're just like, you see what I'm saying? Where it's like, it's hard to see stuff sometimes unless you have this like really intricately well, designed, you know, safety like yeah. interlock setup, which mm-hmm. you know, it's just I mean, really like. Well, having <laughs> another set, nobody does that. Having another set of eyes definitely does that because I know there's been a couple accidents that I've had that. As, as the accident is occurring, you're just thinking in your head, like, why is this happening? How could I be this? Right. How could I be this stupid? And it's funny because it's happened to multiple people I know who are in chemistry. You do a distillation, a really, really, really hot one, like two, three hundred C. Then you turn everything off. Wow. You take the heating mantle. You take everything away, and then you come back and you just try to take the apparatus apart and you just grab the flask. You can't see it's hot, mm. right? But you somehow <laughs> are in like the mindset of I'm cleaning up, this thing's done. 
and I just grabbed the flask. And the moment I did that, I'm like, why did I do that? I just heated it up to th- like right. 300C. But if I had someone working with me, and I looked like I was even remotely going to touch it, they'd probably scream at they me. They would yell at you. There's a lot of crossover between electricity and chemistry, mm. I feel like, from like an intuition standpoint where it's very hard to have like intuition about something that you can't see yeah yeah i think uh the 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 one for whatever reason the thing that taught me the best to just not touch things so much (laughs) was uh learning to weld Mm. because that is Mm. like that's the situation where so many things around you suddenly become very very hot and it's not always apparent i think it was like i didn't touch like more than like one or two very hot pieces of metal before i learned to just like all right I'm going to assume everything in this garage is very, very hot right now. Even if it doesn't make sense, I'm just going to pretend that everything is very hot. And then you like, you just put your hand, the back of your hand over Mm -hmm. it right before you grab it. Like for everything. Okay. I remember when I worked in a shop, they had these special wax pens where they would melt at different temperatures. I I don't, I don't remember exactly why or what, but that would help. But if you you, mark it, it would solidify once. You know what I mean? Like, I think it may have been, you can visually see what temperature it is. Right. Yeah, that's cool. Right. I know. But also, it's pretty easy to just like to kind of like waft your hand over it. Like, yeah. yeah. What What has actually saved me a lot is, I mean, I guess it's technically called hyperhidrosis. My hands just tend to sweat a lot. Um, mm, mine do too. So, but the thing is, especially when I'm wearing gloves. So if I take the gloves off, or just in general, I've touched hot things. But if your hands sweat a little bit and you touch the hot thing, it boils the moisture mm-hmm. off your fingers and you don't get burnt. <laughs> But I've touched, get the ho- I've touched hot things before, and you hear, you I, I, hear, and I was like, oh, God, but you don't get yeah. burned. There's definitely, like, a threshold where that oh, it makes it worse. Like, the lower the hot temperature is, then the water will conduct yes, better. Yes, no, like, I was saying it only works when it's really hot. When there's this, it's, yeah. when it's hot, but not super hot, it's worse. <laughs> I would say, like, most of the time you burn yourself, it's probably in the worst zone. Yeah. <laughs> like, 200, 300 degrees, where it's like... It <laughs> Did you and Kevin like end up shooting anything with with X-rays? Yeah, we we mm-hmm. uh, yep. <laughs> oh, okay. That's do, do you have a, fo- do you a phosphor plate? Yeah, okay, so we yeah. bought the phosphor the development or mm. the exposure screen. So they used to take like sheets of film, regular film, uh-huh. put it in between two pieces of this phosphor exposing 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 film, whatever they call it. It glows blue when X-rays pass through it, basically. Okay. You can get green ones too. Not that it matters. I just gotta and, shout out my own video. I think it's made out of zinc sulfide, and I made that before. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Oh, Self awesome. shout out. Oh. So this, this, the, the green one's <laughs> copper and the blue one is, I want to say silver, but I don't think so. It maybe it is. Is there? What's the difference? Like, is one higher performing than the other? Or I don't know. <laughs> it maybe. it might not even be zinc sulfide, but I think green? it is. It's the classic zinc sulfide, like glow in the dark toy stuff. They just paint on it as a paint. That's what I think. But it doesn't glow. I could glow. be totally wrong. Oh, it doesn't glow at all. It, it's like. No, no. It might be so, it's no, probably it a higher no, it glows. It might be it a higher performing it, thing. It doesn't. Uh, is it even it, fluorescence though? I think. Is it? I guess. Yeah, it, it's is fluorescence, that fluorescence, but not it fluorescence. I yeah, just maybe it's some it other modern, like developing regular film. Sorry. So I'll look it. I up. thought it was I'll like like film, like it, like an old timey film camera, except you were exposing it with X rays and you not are, light. but the X rays are. It's still being exposed with visible light. The visible light's generated by the film. Like the X-ray huh. doesn't so, doesn't interact with the film. It, it hits right. this like screen that lights up. It's like a sheet of paper. It's like a kind of waxy paper. Green is what yes. actually the develops the fluoresces oh. the color blue, dependent on how many X-rays are passing through it. Like that, it gets like brighter huh. or darker, and then that light is what's exposing the film. They might that's, they might that's use a cool. better thing now than zinc sulfide. Um, I don't think they do that. So I, but uh, actually, zinc sulfide selenium X-ray detector. Uh, it was the classic thing, zinc, oh, su- maybe. like with uh, zinc sulfide and copper, or zinc sulfide and uh, silver, were just the old timey ways to detect radiation. It's how they made the uh, radium paint. Interesting. So you just mix it. That's what I want to do. It's a dream, but I don't think I'll ever do it. I need to get something radioactive <laughs> enough to make it glow, to make a glow toy glow on its own. Oh God. <laughs> well, anyways, we uh, we got four soda cans. And we stuck them on top of the film, okay. the fluorescing film. And then on top of the soda cans, we stuck a piece of acrylic. And then we started putting stuff on top of the acrylic <laughs> so that the x-rays would shine through the thing, through the acrylic, and then cast you know, with shadows of the object on the 
fluorescing screen. So Did was it the work? soda cans just like the correct spacer? No, like no, we just need ju- to prop the <laughs> just, <laughs> It's just arbitrary. <laughs> and we had a bunch of like seltzer cans. Uh, and then it's still set up in the garage right now. We'll look at it after this. <laughs> Um, and then we, we just started busting x-rays and we, we usually get like a second of x-rays out for some reason. Like the instant we would get current going through the tube, it would like the voltage would drop. Mm. And so the power supply couldn't keep up anymore. So like we have to like somehow figure out how to get like a spike of current to get the x-rays started. Yeah. And then, like, and drop it down back a little the bit. filament. Right. Huh. To get it to, like, where it's continuous. So it's like a, like a nice happy output. Did you, did you so get an analog. image though? That's you got like... something? Oh, we got, yeah. So we, we x-rayed Kevin's phone while it was recording video. And so you can see the whole guts of the cell phone. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then you can see all the static on the rec- his video <laughs> recording. So it's like this, the sensor, the poor sensor is just Getting being just... Like, absolutely blasted. <laughs> x-rays. So it's just, just white pixels everywhere. Oh, my God. That's really cool. Uh, and then we stuck the dose meter under it. And the, very angry. I'm not even sure the dose meter could like measure the dose at that point. You think it's like it just, just maxed out. It's like, yeah, it goes, <laughs> and then it like it, it just the alarm starts going off. Like, did you uh, try putting a, a spider in there and then letting it bite you? Uh, no, we didn't do that. <laughs> uh, and then we stuck uh, foot. Morgan's foot in it. Morgan's oh the foot that has all the hardware yeah. in it. Oh, that's yep. cool. And then so yep, we got we, we x-rayed some bones. So my question is, how legal is that? I have l- literally no idea. There's there can't be a law against. That. So I, don't, I think for, for legal reasons, this was all hypothetical. <laughs> we just talked. About. So right. maybe it's if it's not for med. I, I think in Canada, you're not allowed to operating anything that produces X-rays without some sort of license. But everything like there's a chance that you're making X-rays on accident when you're doing certain things. Okay, but a, a device that's meant to produce X-rays. Actually, isn't there... Um, that's Canada. Isn't, that's not, that's not like where, the U.S. or anything. So. I thought there was research where they somebody figured out that like just, just peeling apart tape. Oh, yeah, scotch yeah, tape or something. Yeah. 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 Could you... Get arrested for it. Is it enough? You get arrested for a device that just like, burns it, through a roll yeah, of tape really quickly. Is there enough that comes out where if you like put it on like a like a drill or something and just like unrolled it really fast, like would I it... I think it, there's a you device. Have to be, it has to be under a vacuum. X-ray. That's what makes like it a bit harder. Metal tester oh, okay. that does that. Yeah, I think yeah, there is one where it literally does. It has that exact technique for generating X-rays in some sort of like instrument. I'm pretty sure Ben Krasnow. So if it's in a vacuum, yeah, you could actually like develop the the phosphor thing just with scotch Probably, tape. Probably, yeah. And so it's like, know. well, at that point, is that illegal? Would right. that really be okay. illegal? So here's here know. is the thing. Here's the thing. It sounds scary, right? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Well, I brought I brought dude, I brought the Geiger counter with me on the airplane. Oh, and you got. And the Geiger counter was counting significantly higher radiation at right. altitude than anywhere in the garage when we were blasting X-rays. Yeah, out. you're just literally closer yeah. to space at so that point. So basically, I feel so much better about what we were doing in the garage <laughs> because yeah. just getting on getting on an airplane is an obscene amount of radiation exposure compared to what we were doing in there. I think there are slightly think, higher cancer rates for like stewardesses and pilots yeah. and and people mm. who like spend a lot of time in the air because it it's is a like lot. yeah, dude. Like the I, I'm not joking. The alarm on the Geiger counter was going off at altitude in the plane. I actually yeah. had to turn all the noises off because the people around me were starting to like, <laughs> like something's <laughs> something's going on. Yeah. <laughs> The funny thing According is, like, you're not doing anything. You're just revealing right. what is happening exactly. all but around people them. like to be oblivious to, like, everything. <laughs> they just want their chicken nuggies and their Big Bang Theory. <laughs> yeah, and their gallons of milk. Exactly. <laughs> and their and milk. shower milk. Sim- their simple shower needs, milk. man. <laughs> like, it's like, I don't like that we kill chickens. We shouldn't kill chickens. And then they go get chicken nuggies. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Kevin, you are going to say something? That? <laughs> I was going to say, according to the dosimeter we used, it was like, three or four times normal background dose that we got for that night. Yeah. So, like, we got and we, two... And that was like including days putting three, the dose in, days, man. in the line of fire. Yeah, so it's not a big deal, but the plane was, like, probably... The plane was cr- way more than I thought it was going to well, be. Well, I mean, yeah. I think the peak... Yeah, what's kind of funny mm. is I think Colorado is pretty radioactive. Um, <laughs> just generally? Yeah, because just that's... I mean, that's well, like the granite. They, there's the uranium. I think they have a lot of uranium... Uh, all I know is if you buy uranium ore, a lot of it comes from Colorado. But if you look up the background radiation, I think it varies. If you have it in like um, like CPM, it can go from like six to twenty five, depending on where you are. So it's like you can just like being here in, in Florida, Colorado. it's twenty two. 
I think just in my, there are just some places that have really have low stuff, and then too. some that are higher average. So it's like you can double your background radiation just by moving somewhere. But that doesn't mean anything, yeah, right? Yeah, here it was 22, and then Massachusetts, it was 8 CPM. So it's just like, so you're saying you got double, like, extra days, but it's like if you just move somewhere else, you could get double all the time. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's just kind so, of not really... That's a lot of bang for your buck. Here, here's the thing that says, like... <laughs> Uh, an article that says the background radiation is 0.05 to 0.2 microsieverts mm. per hour. I think that we ended up, like the dose meter, we were detecting like, it was like, like only a couple microsieverts. I think it was, yeah, it was like maybe one. Was it even one? one? Maybe and one. And the airplane, oh man, I don't, the airplane, I think it, I think I was seeing like 200 counts per second. Like it was really high on the airplane. I don't exactly know the conversion to... I have I have a recording of it. I could, just, I could look at it, but it's not important. Dude, right now. radiation <laughs> conversion is the most like it's ridiculous. It's like yeah. it's, all it is is like, like it's a bunch of analogies. It's like pressure. It's like, this is equivalent to this, and this is equivalent. So like Kevin and I were like, okay, well, what is like a chest X-ray equivalent to? And it was like it was like this many days of background radiation. Like, okay, what's background radiation? So it's like we're trying to <laughs> well, do all these conversions, like using complete like BS. The, I mean, it's weird because it's like it's it's just like a bunch of particles shooting out of a yeah. thing, right? I almost feel like. Like the equivalent would be like trying to measure like how much basketball has happened in a right. court. But the harder like, part, how would you count that? The harder part, Alan, is that alpha is not equal to <laughs> beta. Yeah, like, <laughs> like the hardest part like, is all the particles like, are equal. Time per bounces, like, <laughs> so like oh, one yeah. X-ray hitting you is not nearly as bad as like an alpha hitting you. So that's what the sieverts are. It, for, al right? it also. It probably depends too. Yeah, on it's like, like absorbed what dose versus percent like... of your body. Yeah, right. So if like if you're chest, if doing a chest X-ray, you're getting way more like X-rays or more radiation well, saying, like, through more area. CPM is just straight up particles that are detected, but right. it doesn't account for how dangerous they are. That's like the big. Correct. That's why it's not like a super. You could go, oh, it's ten CPM, but that's worse if it's X-rays versus alpha. So like, what... okay, Kev, we were literally just trying to figure out how bad we were. Being. No, it's really hard. <laughs> and it's there was... really surprisingly hard. Yeah. And then it's like alpha like... is the least dangerous to be around, but it's the worst to ingest. One of the worst. There's not even like a clear. There's not even a clear like distinction between, um, like x-rays versus like radioactive radiation what does that mean like what's the difference between like an alpha ray and an x-ray or a gamma ray and an x-ray is it just energy so the, like the, the alpha is, is higher particle. energy the gamma is higher energy so it has much better penetrating power but alpha actually is more damaging because it has much more mass but so then it's what, like an where does an x-ray stand with sorry the x-ray will penetrate so x-ray is light and alpha is a particle well the, yeah i mean don't need to get into it's all it's all the yeah, same yeah i'm saying yeah, yeah, the thing is alpha is equivalent i think to a helium atom i it's it's okay, pretty so big. What, what would you rather get hit with on your x-rays so or on i think no, if it's if it's i don't remember i don't remember i, I always forget but it's like yeah me too. if you an alpha can't go through your skin but if you ingest an alpha it's one of the worst because it just destroys the tissue around it. That's how they okay. poison the. That yeah, that's why I think it was the high alpha emitters are better poisons. But if you can handle them and they uh, don't do anything, well, not they don't do anything. They're just so not nearly as bad. So they didn't poison him. Literally, they didn't feed him alpha radiation. They fed him some I, like, like polonium or something. That just right. dumps yeah. radiation. Underwear, was underwear or something. Like I, microgram or something like it's that. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy small. That was a neurotoxin, or is it? I is mean, this was a long thing? time ago. Well, oh, rel oh, not like this was not Alexander. Recent. Yeah, I think. Oh, that's not the yeah. new one. I think okay. Russia killed a couple of people. Wow. <laughs> in different I mean, ways. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> but yeah, generally, if it's outside of you, X-rays are worse. But if it's inside you, Alpha's worse. <laughs> Actually, I think a better thing you is you need to take just, the X-ray tube out of your butt. If you put radiation, just don't. Radiation inside of you is generally bad. <laughs> is it, radiation is it, outside of you is like also bad seems like a really good place to end everything <laughs> we have to go play soccer yeah. now all right thanks for watching right. thanks to this thanks to the sponsor of today's video among us memes remember if you like memes <laughs> you'll love among us memes among us memes are personally my favorite meme you can find plenty of them if you just go to google and type in among us memes uh, thank you um and you get 50 percent off your first uh meme <laughs> I like the astronaut. If you use the code right Nile Red, also loves Among Us memes. <laughs> yes. I like the the big booty Among Us memes. Those uh, the, are my favorite. Yeah. They have made my life noticeably better. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.